Welcome to another episode of Fueling the Flame. Well, we're here to help you give tips and advice on how to have a strong and successful marriage. You know, this past weekend we had a, a close friend went home to be with the Lord, passed away. You know, we don't know why, you know, but I was just kind of thinking, you know, that in relationships, it is so easy, you know, to take each other for granted. You know, I've I've been in, you know, in family members' bedside. I've been at friends' family members' bedside, right, on their deathbed. And it just amazes me how about 95 to 99% of the time, I hear, you know, the loved ones say, oh, I wish I could have been a better spouse, you know, a better sibling, a better, you know, son or daughter. To you. And just hearing the regret that, you know, that is spoken at, at loved ones' deathbeds. You see, and that only shows that we just take each other for granted. You know, so what do I mean? What do I mean to uh, not take each other for granted? You see, I think it starts by having a heart of gratitude. You know, what are we telling our spouse? You know, are we telling our spouse, I love them, I appreciate you for all the things that you've done, you know, all the good things that you've done, or do we focus more on the weaknesses, their mistakes, their failures, rather than on all the successes and the triumphs and the victories and all the good things that they've done? I think it's just too easy to really focus on the negative. And I think we need to stop doing that. We need to stop putting down our spouse. We need to stop, you know, judging and criticizing our spouse. And more encouraging and uplifting. When they're down, pick them up. When they're struggling, help them. Right? When they have a victory or success, celebrate with them. You know, and it's, it's not just what we say in front of our spouse. But it's also what we tell our friends and family about our spouse. You know, do we behind their backs? Tell them, oh, my spouse is a loser, a failure, dumb, stupid. When those things should be shared right in front of their faces and discuss how we can better the marriage. That's why I would suggest that 
once or twice a month have what we call a barometer meeting. Talk about each other's lives, each other's seasons, problems and trials, right? But most of all, talk about the marriage. How can your both spouses improve on the marriage? How can both spouses change to make the marriage better? You see, many times you go behind our spouse's back and tell our friends and families, co-workers, how bad our spouses are. No, okay, we don't do that. We, all, we don't throw our spouses under the bus, but we again, we focus on their, their strength and their weaknesses. successes right and any problem should be dealt with between the husband and wife okay are we filling our spouse's love tanks giving gifts not only on birthdays and anniversaries and Christmas but throughout the year are we giving flowers cards candies right Things that they like. Just because we love them. We don't need a reason why to give our spouse gifts. This is to say, I love you. I'm thinking about you. Right? As I throughout the day, send texts to your spouse. I love you. Thinking about you. Are we spending quality time with each other? Connecting with each other. That's why you gotta have your date night. Right? You know, lately my, my wife and I would be doing Netflix. We got free Netflix for life. So once a week, we do our Netflix night. We pick our movie, we get the popcorn. Right? We watch the movie, right? We just spend time together throughout the week. You know, we're just, you know, driving around, talking, chit-chatting, right? Asking each other questions and telling us each other about our day. You got to spend time with each other, connecting. I know it's hard with children, right? But... Find a babysitter. Either neighbor, friend, cousin, auntie, uncle, whoever you can find to be a babysitter for your kids so you and your spouse can have that one-to-one alone quality time with each other. Right? Are you physically touching, holding hands, hugging, kissing each other? Right? All those things help in the marriage. They say that the best we can do in our marriage is to sleep holding each other, holding hands and snuggle while going to bed. That builds the marriage. Gotta be touching each other throughout the day. Right? Are we 
right? Doing good deeds to one another. You know, husbands are to help cleaning the house, washing the dishes, right? Doing the small things to show your your spouse that you love them, right? If something needs to be done, do it without being asked. We gotta constantly fill our spouse's love tank. But you know, we also have to be attentive in, you know, when our spouse is trying to communicate our emotional calls. You know, our, our spouse is trying to relay that they're feeling sad, down, depressed. Right? Many times we, we make excuses, right? We're, we're too busy watching our favorite football game or talking with our friends or, or busy with other things. That's why it's so important that we got to be attentive to our, our, our spouse's emotional cause. It's like this weekend when my wife got the cough from our sister friend's death. She was close to her. I was busy trying to prepare breakfast for her, uh, for us, and all of us, I just hear a well coming from her. I immediately stopped what I was doing, asked what was wrong, and she told me what happened. And we immediately prayed, prayed, took care of her emotional need, right? Try to be a good listener. There'll be days when our spouses feel up, happy, and you know, they might feel angry, they might feel sad, depressed, upset. But can we sit there and listen to our, our spouse's emotional cries? Be there to, to laugh with them, be there to lend a shoulder to cry on, a listening ear. So that they, you know, they, they know that we care. My friend, my, my wife constantly tells me, you know, I don't need to your advice. I just need you to listen. You know, that's what sometimes I got to do. Just sit there and listen. Even I want to give the advice and help, but many times I just got to just listen. Let my wife talk it out, talk it through, but be there for that emotional support. That emotional support that she needs. Right? And we all need that. Right? Husbands too. We you know we go through a lot of stress at work. Relational problem with you know friends and family. And so we gotta lean on God first, and then we need to lean on each other for support. You know, and then Finally, you know, are we creating uh, an atmosphere in our marriage where it's safe, secure, comfort? You know, many times when we communicate, we retaliate, we get angry, we blame. And all that does is create an atmosphere in our marriage 
is fear, doubt. I don't want things. One thing, we, the worst thing we can do in our in our marriage is turn things around. When our spouse is trying to communicate something to us, we turn around. We blame them. We manipulate the situation and make us look good. Make us look like the victim. And that can only destroy our marriage even more. We try to manipulate the situation to our advantage. When we try to, you know, make it look like it's our spouse's fault. And we don't take responsibility for our own actions. We got to create an atmosphere in our marriage that is safe, secure, so that when our spouse shares, right, they know they can come to you first before their friends and families and co-workers. And they know that they will be heard, they will be listened to. You know, so in closing, let me share a story, a true story that happened to me about eight years ago. Ran into an old high school classmate. Actually, we knew each other since since elementary, kindergarten, right? But after we graduated high school, kind of went our separate ways. The one day at work, I just happened to see her. Right, she's working for Federal Express, delivering a couple of packages where I work. So I kind of said hi to her, kind of do some little bit of catch up with her, right? And I asked what what what's going on, what's happening in your life, and she was telling me she was battling a deep depression, deep dark depression, and I kind of asked why. And she referred back to two years prior to this, that you know her husband was getting into an argument. The husband was dropping her off with, you know, meeting with the girls, having lunch with the girls, and nothing wrong with that. Okay, let me explain what I mean. Okay, that they were having an argument. I guess the husband felt it was too much. You know, the wife was too much spending time with her girlfriends and not enough time with him. So an argument ensued, right? And right before she got out of the car to meet her friends, this, my friend turned to her husband and said, "You know what? I have a right to meet with my friends." And she went out and slammed the door. Okay, so she went through her lunch with her friends. Right, had fun, a good time. She said, but her, waiting for her husband. Right, one hour passed, two hour passed. Husband didn't show. She's getting upset at her husband. Where is she? Where is he? How come he's late? So she called a friend, which she just saw, and said, "No, my husband's not here. Can you please pick me up? Take me home." The friend came by, picked her up, dropped her off. 
about a, about an hour later, okay, there's a knock on her door, and there's two police officers at the door saying, you know, your husband was just in a car accident. You need to go to the emergency room right now and 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 go and see him. So she rushes to the hospital, to the ER, but as soon as she arrives, the doctor tells them, sorry, your husband passed away. We couldn't save his life. And from that moment on, just the guilt that she felt, the guilt that she felt, Thinking back, her last words to her husband was, not I love you, not thank you, right? But I have a right to meet with my friends. You see, without thinking, right? I have a right. And guess what? That can only lead to pride and selfishness. Eventually it's gonna destroy your marriage. Marriage is not about our rights. Marriage is more about giving up our rights over to God so that we can love, serve, give to our spouse. You see, once we understand that we have to give up all our rights to ourselves, then that's when we start to freely live. That's so how we start to freely understand this is what builds a strong marriage. That's why I encourage everybody today. Don't take nobody for granted. Don't take your spouse. Don't take your friends and family for granted. We don't know when the day comes when our spouse is going to go, leave, and die. They could be here one moment and the next moment gone, like my friend learned. What do you want your last words to be to your spouse? That's why every day before you go to bed, tell each other, I love you. Say that three, four times a day, every day, I love you. Because we don't know when we're going to leave this earth. Appreciate, hold, cherish, embrace each other in your marriage so that you can build a strong and successful one.